A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. Here are your hosts, Dan Hansen and Betsy Thompson. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Betsy. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. How are you? Well, I'm doing all right. And before we get into all the things that we're going to talk about today, let's talk about something that's a little less fun, but people need to know about. You've got an upcoming surgery that we have mentioned over the last little bit here. And now it turns out that that's actually coming up next week, right? Yes, it is this upcoming week on Thursday. We talked about it, oh man, I don't even know, a month ago, two months ago, before the whole COVID thing. And then that, of course, pushed it back. And now here we sit waiting. (laughs) We sit waiting. And yeah, Betsy is going in for that on, well, just coming up next week, I guess. Let's just leave it there. And that means you're going to be gone for a while. Uh, Yeah, Uh, probably about a month Uh, so shows may get a little weird because you may hear some reruns and you may hear some things that hopefully we can get recorded before I actually go into surgery that we'll toss in so hopefully there will be a little bit of new content and next week's show uh, hopefully we get part of it recorded because I I feel guilty because it's Father's Mm -hmm. Day And of course, my surgery happens right before Father's Day. So happy Father's Day to dad. (laughs) Yeah, he'll be there with you. you Yes. It's that bonding time, but not definitely not the bonding Uh time you want. No. No. So yes, we're going to do what we can to get through all of the next few weeks. We've got a plan. We've got a number of segments that... We've not aired yet that we've recorded with people, and mm-hmm. so we're, we're excited to air those. The downside is there's a couple of them that are seasonal, or at least we recorded them in certain parts of the year, and so some of that stuff, you know, it just comes out in the conversation, but that's right. all doable. We can work through that. I might have to do a couple of segments on my own, <laughs> yes. so I apologize to all that because there's a large group of people that hang with the show because you're here to ground it, and <laughs> if you're not here to ground it, I don't know what's going to happen. Right. Anyway, before we move on to other things today, though, I know you don't like to talk about it, but it, it's an extensive surgery, yeah. and there's a lot going on, and I really want to ask everybody out there to keep Betsy in your thoughts and prayers as she moves forward. It's it's scary, right? I mean, this is something you're yeah. literally, well, the words you use are you're terrified of this whole thing. Yes, it's a long surgery. It's a complicated one. There are things that can go wrong relatively easily because, you know, they're doing it in a very small space and there's a lot happening in the area that they're doing it. So... Um, yeah, it's, it is scary, (laughs) but it's okay. I'll make it through. (laughs) I know, I know, but we're going to have a lot of people praying for you and that's what matters. You know, there's a lot of people out here who actually, you know, you matter to them. I know that that is tough to wrap (laughs) your brain around. (laughs) Yes, a little bit. (laughs) I'm joking. I'm trying to keep it light because I know you don't like to talk about this and I know it's not maybe not even helpful for you, but people need to know, people do care. And what I want people to understand, or I I hope everybody understands, 
And if you don't, I'm going to let you know that over the last, I don't even know how long, this has been going on for closing in on two and a half, three-ish years, right, Betsy? This pain that you're dealing with and all of that? Three, we're going on like three and a half years now, yeah. Three and a half years of uh, what's built up to over the last six months, eight months, year, excruciating pain that really doesn't go away. Right. Do I sum that up correctly for the most part? Yes. And yes, you have been on a number of medications, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of pain meds to try to minimize things. And I just have to say that you and I will talk before we'll record a segment and you will, you know, you let your guard down at that point. And you let me know, you know, in the course of the conversation where you're at mentally and you're struggling, right? I mean, sometimes it's fuzzy. Sometimes it's hard to keep your train of thought. Sometimes the pain is so bad. Right. And then we hit record (laughs) and I say, go. And good grief, you end up being still smarter than me. (laughs) I listen because I do the editing and I listen. And every week I think I've got the upper hand, you know, not that I want the upper hand. But I do feel like I I was trying to describe this to somebody the other day where I said, I feel like I am starting the race half of the track ahead of you Mm -hmm. because I have I'm I'm, I've got all my 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 facilities functioning. You know, my my mental capacity is completely there. It's not dulled by medication or anything. You know, I've got my A game here. Uh So I'm way ahead of you. And then the, the, the gun goes off and I start running and the next thing I know, there's a breeze, and there goes Betsy. She's already lapped me, and there I am. And I don't quite know that that's fair. So I don't know if you fake it in the beginning. I know you don't. I know what you put in to make this work and how hard that is to pull it off. And I just want to let you know and let everybody out there know that it's just been a Herculean task that you have Take it on your shoulders over the last little bit and you've nailed it. You know what? I grew up in the theater, doing theater, middle school, high school. I mean, that was a major part of my life. And I think that mm-hmm. that's what happens. You turn the microphone on and it's like you've thrown me up on a stage in front of a bunch of people. And, you know, I, I learned from those experiences. You pull it together and you make it happen. You know, I mean, there there aren't options. <laughs> right. And you see, and I've come from theater as well, but it's the theater of the drama queen. Right. And drama queens, we don't do that. <laughs> we actually let the train wreck happen. Right. That's just part of what we do. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, yes, you have soldiered on in a remarkable manner. And Thank I'm you. glad you did. I'm thankful that you kept going. So thanks for doing that. And dang it, would you at least let me win one of these weeks and feel like the smart one by the end of the show? Maybe this week? Um, Probably not How about week. the weeks when I'm gone, you can do that, because then you'll be all on your own, so you're just okay. fighting against yourself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, when you're not here, I can be the smart all right. one. All right. Let's get... No, before we get to the other topic, though, very quickly, because, yes, this is a horrible surgery, and yes, I encourage everybody out there to just keep her in your prayers, and we'll give you, I'll give you some updates as we go so that everybody knows how things went. But, Betsy, there was a light moment that happened, was it a couple weeks ago, last week, where you went in for some preliminary stuff, oh, yeah. and they walked you through a very unique question. 
that you had not anticipated and you found it very funny. Yes. Now, understand that when you go to the doctor now, you sit there with a the mask on. They sit there with a the mask on. So, you know, usually if you don't understand what someone is saying, you watch their mouth move and you kind of read lips. Well, you can't do that with a mask on. So I'm sitting there and the lady has gone through all of the surgery stuff, you know, the risks and everything that's going to happen. And um, she said, like, ever so flatly to me, do you want your rib? And I said, excuse me? And she said, do you want your rib? And I said, what did you just say? And she goes, do you want your rib back? And I said, what are you talking about? Because they are removing a rib. And she said, do you want the rib that we take out? Do you want it back? And I said, you can do that? <laughs> it floored me. That is the last thing I anticipated. <laughs> Think of all the things you can do with that. Scrimshaw, make a necklace. Yes, I did ask her. I said, so, okay, you give it back to me. Then what do I do with it? And she said, oh, people frame them and they make jewelry out of them. And I'm sitting there going, you've got to be kidding me. And didn't she give you a little (laughs) something to take home? I thought that was great. That was my favorite part of the whole story. Yeah, there's a whole sheet that you go home with on your rib (laughs) preservation. So they tell you how to, you know, I mean, they... They clean it off it's, for you when they remove it and, you know, sterilize it to some extent. But then they give you instructions to <laughs> sterilize it even more, whiten it, and then how to coat it in a floor coating, like a, a floor polish or whatever, to keep the dust and dirt from sticking to it. I wonder where you're going to find a coating suitable for a rib. <laughs> Gee, I have no idea. We'll go on repcolite.com and do that chat function. <laughs> I hear good things about that. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm going to do that while I'm sitting here bored out of my board. I'm going to chat with you guys and ask you how to preserve my rib. Yeah, we have a new helper on the chat. Peter, he worked in our 17th Street store. He's now helping us man that chat in anticipation of you being gone. So, yes, if the rib question comes through, I'm letting Peter take that one because I'll know what's down, what's going down with that. Uh Anyway, Betsy, this is the... Send off show for a little bit. You'll be back and yes, you'll be I will. as good as new, maybe better than ever. But right now we want to send you off at the end of the show with all our prayers and all of that. But this is your last episode for a little bit. So let's make it a it good is. one. Hey, I expect hey, you to really, to really, really crank out the good stuff this week. Oh, I got my A game. All right. So with that said, what's next? Uh, Coming up after the break, we're going to talk about a product that you have to have if you have rust anywhere around your home. That's next. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back, and I want to talk about something. When I was little, I was gullible. All right? You know, I was that wide eyed, believing child, you know, the perfect pawn for evil marketers. Right. You know? I watched the commercials and I just believed everything. And I remember one in particular that just really stood out to me. And that was this uh, Godzilla creature. 
You know, it was a great big, it, you know, well, great big. I was a very, <laughs> I'm a small adult. I was a tiny uh-huh. child and Godzilla was like life size right. to me. You know, he was my height. I saw the commercials, this huge green monster, and he did all kinds of amazing things on the commercials. He moved, he walked around, he, you know, breathed fire and all of these things. And I just was dead set that that was the best thing in the entire world that has been ever created by mankind well, of course. was that Godzilla creature. And I got it for Christmas one year. What an, what a supreme letdown. <laughs> Let me just say that. His arms moved and that was it. Uh-huh. You know, he, he could shoot his hand like there was a, a trigger that you push on his wrist and his hand flies yeah. off. And I remember think like a little rocket. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what's the point of that? Godzilla never shot his hand off. You know, that was dumb. His legs didn't move. He just had wheels underneath him that would get snagged in the shag carpet that we had way back in the 70s when I of was course. a young child. And the big thing, the breathing flame mm-hmm. thing that on the commercials was so amazing. I knew he wouldn't breathe real flame, but I expected better than this little tab on the back of his head that when you pushed it, this little plastic tab rolled out of his mouth with flames painted on it. It was the dumbest thing of all time. And that soured me and embittered me. I became cynical and hardened. Mm -hmm. And ever since that Godzilla experience, I've questioned everything. And so when I run into a product, even now, I feel like I got to question all of these things. You know, when Scuff-X came out, Betsy? Oh, yeah. My Godzilla experience told me, doubt everything that they're telling you about ScuffX from Benjamin Moore. Now, in that instance, that one beat all of the promises, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. But I think it's human nature to kind of, as you get older, you kind of question, you know, when something claims to be the best or the latest and greatest, you kind of sit there and go, huh, is it really? Or are they just selling me a bill of goods? (laughs) Right. But anyway, we've got this product and I, I, you know, we've talked about it before, like Betsy said in the last segment, the must for rust. Yes. All right. It's meant to be something that you spray on rusty surfaces and there's a chemical reaction that happens and it just washes this rust away right i've watched some videos about it Mm -hmm. we've tested it yeah and when we tested it we tested it on an old garden hoe and a shovel Mm -hmm. right yeah and those things were really 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 rusted you know years of neglect at my home right And I tested it and we took off, I would say, you know, most of the rust. It did a nice job, but I had to soak it in the bucket overnight and all of those things. Right. right? So I thought it worked quite well, Mm -hmm. you know, enough to recommend. Right. But I started watching some more videos leading up to this segment and the videos were were like Godzilla all over again. I had flashbacks (laughs) because they seemed too good to be true. Right. And then it hit me, maybe I better try this on some other metal. You know, maybe something that hasn't been rusting since Vesuvius went off, you know? Yeah. And so I found some other metal that I've got that had here near near and around the studio that was mm-hmm. rusted. Yeah. Some steel bars, some things like that. And I was literally blown away at how well this stuff worked. But first off, tell them how it works in the first place, Betsy, and then we'll get to some examples. Well, it's a rust remover, and it's also a rust inhibitor. So once it gets rid of the rust, it coats it and makes it so that it's rust-proof. Now, it's not rust-proof forever. You know, it's like up to a year that it has these inhibitors on it. Up to a year. Yes, up 
two, so that it could, could mean be less. less depending <laughs> on the situation. Don't don't put too much stock in that part right, of it. Right, right. And you apply it. Just you can brush it, you can dip it, you can spray it on, and it's a water-based formula that dissolves the rust and oxidation through a chemical reaction. And then these little tiny rust-inhibiting crystals form on the surface, and that's what gives it the rust protection for up to 12 months. Right. It kind of gets this hazy white film on it, yeah. and you just leave it like that, and it stays protected. And and right. that will stay protected to some extent, depending on use and the metal itself and all of that. Mm-hmm. And like we said, yeah. it worked fine on the hoe and the shovel and things like that. But then I tested yeah. it on some steel bars and some other things like that just rusty i've got photos you have to look at the photos because i started testing it on everything that i could find and i would spray it the shovel had to be immersed overnight but these other pieces that looked really bad were clean Mm -hmm. in five minutes in fact in one instance i i sprayed it with rust the must for rust i sprayed this metal mm-hmm. b- bar with must for rust yeah let it sit for a few minutes came and checked on it and i was blown away at how clean it looked so i wiped it you know the rest of the way clean mm-hmm. i didn't have to use a wire brush i didn't have to use steel wool or anything just a cotton rag and the right. whole thing was clean and so i, I sent you a picture of it right you remember mm-hmm. that oh yeah where half of it half of it had huge scaly rust on it yet and the other right. half was was bare metal right well right. in the time that you and i went back and forth chatting about it in text about how well it worked. I sprayed the rest of it, and five minutes later, the whole bar was cleaned. I was blown away. It worked so well and so fast. Right. I just think everybody needs to have a bottle of this stuff at home Unless you don't have metal at your house anywhere, you know, anything right. that, ma- well, that that rusts. Even on your car, like, you know, you get little spots of rust every now and again, and it's just, you know, kind of surface rust. That's when it works really fast is when it's more rust that's on the surface, not the super deep pitted kind, but just that surface kind. Man, do you know what that does if you can just spray a little bit on there and, hey, look, it's gone. <laughs> No kidding. Amazing stuff. You could use it on, like you mentioned, car, areas of that. I'm thinking about the gas flap, you know, where you open up to put gas in the car. Mm-hmm. Lawnmowers, yep. iron and steel, right. aluminum and chrome, lawn tools, hand tools, anything. It will actually remove calcium deposits. I mean, there's all kinds of different things it will do. It'll dissolve mm-hmm. lime, hard water stains on porcelain tile, fiberglass, glass, On and on and on and on and on. The must for rust. It's inexpensive and it really works. And it's way better than that dumb plastic Mm -hmm. Godzilla. Yes. All right. We've got a link for that in the show notes. We sell it in the stores. You can buy it online at the RepcoLite.com store. Check it out. Now, when we come back, it's time to dish out a number of great Father's Day gifts if you're looking for that last minute idea. That's coming up next. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the RepcoLite Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back, and it's time for Father's Day recommendations, a yearly tradition at the RepcoLite Home Improvement Show. And Betsy, this year, since you've decided to wreck your dad's Father's Day by having surgery <laughs> right over that time. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to let you go first and make some recommendations as to what you think are some of the ideal options out there 
for those folks who are trying to figure out what to buy dad this year? Well, you know, I have things in all different kinds of price ranges. So I guess I'm going to start with like the cheapest thing on my list. And okay, there's it's something really, really cool that I just happened to stumble across. But the reviews are like raving about them. There are 965 reviews and almost everybody gave them five stars. They're flashlight gloves. So they're these gloves that go not over all of your fingers, but over your first finger and your thumb. And they have little LED flashlights. So as you're working in a small space or something, you know, when you need to see have light and you're holding it in your mouth and things like that, these little gloves, people said they looked so gimmicky, but then they tried them and they were phenomenal. People love them apparently and they're less than 20 bucks. So it's it, the the light is on your first finger and your thumb, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Right. So you have like four little LEDs, you know, if you're working with both of your hands up in a small space like under a car or under the sink, your your pointer finger, your first finger and your thumb both have these little LED lights that shine off of the kind of the middle of your fingers. Wow. I would feel yeah. like Iron Man. Yeah, you know, kind like of. a superhero. They're like, yeah, they're kind of like superhero gloves. They're so oh, cool, and people love well, them. This makes me nervous because I don't think my list's gonna hold a candle to yours. Because <laughs> it looks like you put way more thought. I went to the things that, I, and I don't have lots of different price categories. I have expensive because oh, of course I do. I am a father, and I would like uh-huh. to get the best. No, uh-huh. I, I'm kidding. So what's right. on your list then? Well, I, I guess let's go to the cheapest thing that I've got on my list. Uh-huh. And I am going to warn everybody out there. I saw this on Facebook, all right? So it mm-hmm. was a little ad that scrolled around on Facebook yep. and it caught me it caught my interest. And mm-hmm. as it is the thing with Facebook, the minute you look at something for more than a few seconds, oh, whatever yes. algorithm is out there, it logs it. And now I see right. this everywhere. Everywhere I go. Uh-huh. I see the ads and right. the ads, I would say they're not bad, mm-hmm. but they are slightly not family friendly when I really paid attention to what was going on. Okay. I'm not going to say more than that. Okay? okay. It has nothing to do with the product except that the guy using the product is wearing a chef's apron and the apron has some questionable things written on it. Okay. I do not endorse those questionable items. They're still right. very clean, but they could be taken in a bad way. Okay. I endorse those things. Not at all. But the product itself was called the Grill Rescue Cleaning Brush. And you might not want to look for it on Facebook or you will never have another thing but that (laughs) on your Facebook wall or whatever it is. But anyway, it's called the Grill Rescue Grill Cleaning Brush. And what it is is a special pad that's fire retardant Mm -hmm. on this handle, this plastic handle thing that they show it getting driven over by cars. So it's really durable. This thing is fire retardant and it's a pad that you basically heat your grill up. Mm-hmm. You dip the pad in a bucket of water to clean it, yep. and then you start scrubbing the grill. And there's this instant reaction where you get all this steam that just steams through everything. And the thing <laughs> that I, I like about it, it's not inexpensive either. I think it's around 50 bucks or so. Okay. So it, it's pricey. But the thing that made me think about that is last year I was cleaning my grill, mm-hmm. and I used a wire brush, and I mm-hmm. noticed all these wire bristles you know, left behind on the and I, right. uh, on the grill, yep. and I thought I got them off, and then later I found a couple of them in the hamburgers Ooh. that I grilled, and it made me start to think 
that's potentially really dangerous. And right. that's the whole point behind this. There are no bristles to it. It's a pad that can be replaced. They say the pads will last up to 100 cleanings. Wow. When it's done, you throw it in the – or when it's done. When you're done cleaning, you can throw it in the dishwasher. It's dishwasher safe. It'll clean up. But, yeah, it cuts through all the grease and all the junk, and there's not a single bristle to worry about. So the Grill Rescue Grill Cleaning Brush, at least it's something to look at. Just right. be prepared. It's a PG-13 kind of a <laughs> commercial. And that's not why I liked it. Uh Right. What's well, your next and, thing? Well, playing off what you were just talking about, I do actually have a grill on my list of things. Now it's my expensive item on the list. But since you mm-hmm. were just talking about grills, I might as well talk about this. It's Absolutely. Col- well, it's the Coleman Road Trip Grill. And it's a little compact thing that will fold down and you can wheel it wherever you need it. But I'm thinking, you know, my parents are empty nesters, and so it's just the two of them. Why heat up this giant grill for just two of them? So this is really small, and the other great thing about it is you can take off, you know, it has the the grill grates, but they're separated. So you can use the grill grate on just half of this little grill, and then you can put a griddle on the other side, or you can put... Oh, good grief, Betsy. What? Blast you. <laughs> if this wasn't your last episode for a while, talk then about what? your griddle. <laughs> Just talk about your griddle, then well, I'll talk about my griddle. Or you can um, put like one of those things where you can put a pot on it. So just the grate that you would normally put a pot on, you can do that on Mm -hmm. half. So you can actually do two things on one grill at the same time, which I thought was really cool. Again, small, compact, can be easily moved, folds down, wheels around, you know. Sounds like me. Small, compact, easy to move around. (laughs) Good things come in small packages. What's it? What's it called again? It's called the Coleman Road Trip Grill. It's about $250, give or take, depending on where you buy it. Okay, here's mine, and this is why I was drama queening it, <laughs> all about the griddle thing. I, I, And maybe I've talked about this before, but this is such a cool thing, and it is expensive. But if it's a family mm-hmm. purchase, you're going to get a ton of use out of it. The Blackstone Propane Griddle. All right. Uh, yeah. I've got yep. one. Yeah, Betsy, you, you've used it because we've brought it to all the different breakfasts that we've done or things like that where, you know, at Repco right. Light and stuff like that. It's like, you know, a, a, a gas grill, but instead of mm. grill, you know, uh, grates or anything like that, it's just a huge griddle surface. Huge. Right. I can make breakfast for my kids. And we can do, oh, man, I think the last time we did hash browns, 16 <laughs> slices of French toast, and then egg sandwiches all at the same time on this one surface. It is oh, yeah. so cool. The only thing I wish is that I had a small grill to go along with it. But I love the huge cooking right. surface. Everywhere we bring it, every event that we've gone to, people gather around and comment on it. You've seen it, right? You've seen how they, yeah. they're they so drawn to this thing because there's so many ways to use it. You know, we do all kinds of meats on there. All kinds of different things. It's amazing. Fajitas will throw onions and peppers and all of that on the griddle and then throw the steaks on right in the midst of it all. And we do it all at once. The kids love it. And it's so fast. 
Blackstone propane griddle. That's my big ticket item recommendation. Yeah, and we actually bought one for my dad last year for Father's Day because he I had sent him a picture of ours when we were doing the cookouts and <gasps> you know, he said, "Oh my goodness, that is so cool." So we got him one, but then you know, I mean, it's just him and my mom. So, you know, when we're all home, it's oh, great. So there, but, you know. There's a letdown to the side of the story. Well, just to his side, because he doesn't have five well, kids at home. <laughs> right. Blackstone was still happy with the purchase. Yes. Yes, they were. Yeah. Well, that, that's all that matters, right? Right. Right. <laughs> it's um, a cool thing. What's your, what's, what's one more? Pick one more. One more I've got. And I've actually used these before, and I owned a pair and absolutely loved them they're the 3m work tunes um noise canceling i i would say headphones but it's really ear protection it's for if you're out you know on heavy machinery and you need ear protection or perhaps you're out mowing your grass you know i used to mow for like four hours on end because i had so much to Mm -hmm. mow it could just be a conversation with my son because he can be rather loud sometimes (laughs) maybe i could have those there Right. Well, the great thing is you can, it's Bluetooth, so you can hook it up to your phone, you can listen to music, but it's still protecting your ears. You know, they're the big muff type of ear protection. Mm -hmm. So much fun. They're about $50, maybe a little bit under that, but so well worth it for when you're working around in the yard, you can have your tunes, but you don't have to really crank them up to be able to hear them over whatever piece of equipment you're using. And what was that again? One more time, the name? They're called the 3M, um, you know, like the tape, 3M, Work Tunes Radio or Ear Protection. If you just put in Work Tunes, you'll find it. We'll have links in the show notes for all of these. My last one is a bizarre one, and I I debated even answering or bringing this one to to the front here. But for a very specific person, this could be really cool. And here's that specific person. If there is a baseball fan in your life who is also a board game fan, all right? Those two things are kind of important. You've got to be a baseball fan. You've got to be a board game fan. But there is a Uh simple game that can be very complicated. It depends on how you want to play the rules. It's called Stratomatic (laughs) Baseball. Stratomatic Baseball. It's super old. Mm -hmm. I don't know when it was first made. I believe it's the only baseball game in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh. But it, 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 there, there is no flash to this game at all. There are no pictures of people. It's just cards with names and numbers on it. But the names and numbers represent, they are real players from all different eras in baseball. We just bought the 1980 season to play. Mm-hmm. So we get all the teams from the 1980 season, all the players from the 1980 season, and all of the cards. If you would play a full 162-game season... Mm-hmm you would end up producing stats very similar to what the real players did. It is that accurate. Wow. And it is so fun. So if you've got you know, a father who is missing baseball, <laughs> my kids and I started this game, and Hannah, my 12-year-old, started playing with Andrew and I. And the games take about 20 minutes to play through at mm-hmm. the table. Yep. So really fast. You get a full nine innings of baseball and you make all the decisions. Am I going to steal? Am I going to do this? Am I going to do that? Right. All of these fun things that you get to decide. We have played an entire playoff and World Series uh, uh, set of games. And Hannah, my 12-year-old, who had no interest in baseball at all, zero, started playing the game. Mm-hmm. She picked it up really fast. So she she ends up running all of the cards for us. And I just sit there. I don't really have a purpose anymore. But she plays. And from that point on, that's been, you know, we started that about a month ago. The last month she has spent every single day at home now 
going off with Andrew to baseball fields to actually play real baseball. <laughs> they're hitting the ball. They're throwing uh-huh. back and forth. She has become a fan just because of this. So wow. it's, it's got to be for the right person. Right. But it is a super fun, super fun game. Stratomatic baseball. At least check it out. Absolutely. What's next, Betsy? Uh, coming up after a very quick break, we are going to, well, we promised last week that we would talk about this, so of course we always keep our promises. We're going to talk about some of the cool things that you can build on your deck, you know, to help make it more suitable for what you need. That's after a break. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back, and here we are, the last full segment until Betsy's through her surgery and feeling tons better right. down the road, right, Betsy? Exactly. Right. We're gonna keep those positive thoughts going. Yes. And in this segment, we want to talk about, like you said, we promised last week we'd talk about some great free online plans for deck furniture, Mm -hmm. because we mentioned how important that is. You know, you can't enjoy your deck unless you've got the right furniture out there. Right. And sometimes that feels like, well, who's got the money to sink into all of that stuff? Because it can add up fast. Right. Well, we started looking around and we found all kinds of really cool plans, simple plans, things that you can build even if you don't have a, a huge experience in woodworking. And you can create great furniture for your deck or for your outdoors for very little money and with very little skill. So we thought we'd point out some of those. We'll have links in the show notes to all of these plans plus some. But Betsy, this is all about you today, right? Isn't that how it works? <laughs> sure it is. That's me. <laughs> That's me having less responsibility is really all that is. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can tell. What do you want to start with? Um, you just run the show the rest of the way. Well, I know that you really want to talk about this furniture, but I really want to talk about, I shared it with you, what I thought was the coolest thing I had ever seen, especially if you are someone who doesn't have a yard or very mm-hmm. little amount of yard, you know, like grass and things like that. Um, I found these plants for what they call a grass bed. And basically, you build a platform bed and then you put dirt in it and you put sod on top of it so that you have a place where you can lay in the grass. And you said your sister has this exact scenario, right? Her, her place doesn't have yeah. a yard at all. Right. Right, there is no yard in the back fenced in area. It's all like gravel and stones and things like that. So, this would be absolutely perfect for her. I mean, it looks cool. It looks like just this giant patch of grass and in the picture, they have some pillows on it, so you can literally just go out in your backyard and lay on your bed of grass. <laughs> so, you you would have to mow it, right? You'd have to well, put a little I'm not mower sure up there. How that, maybe maybe you can get one of those little ones that automatically does it. You know those little automatic that ones seems... because you know it doesn't have to go very far. I guess that's for people who just roll in cash all the time. I'm going to buy a robot <laughs> lawnmower for my yard bed or whatever that is. But yeah, or you can go get one of those old fashioned kind that you know those push mowers. There you go. <laughs> Right. That's for the poor folk among us, like me. <laughs> right. Exactly. Or I'll just get a goat. Maybe I'll just get a goat. Yes. Put the goat up on the bed. Mm-hmm. Right. 
He can chew that right. grass down. Yeah. It is really yeah. cool. That was really cool. And and again, that was another one of those moments where I thought I had some really good ideas that I found. <laughs> that and you told me that one. And I thought, man, that is what I was looking for. Something so out there, so yeah. different. That, that practical. it's worth talking about. It is practical. Now, all right. Let's talk about a couple other ones that we've got links to. Uh-huh. You know, first off, I found a couple of really simple George Nelson styled Slat benches? Betsy, Mm -hmm. tell us about George Nelson-styled benches a minute. Well, didn't you make one of those for our designer event? Oh, that's right. I did. And how how well did I do in doing that? Oh, you actually did very well. And it looks exactly like the thing that you can go to the store and buy. I I was quite impressed, actually. Yeah. Remember when somebody tried to sit on it and I almost tackled them and said, no, it's not for sitting. (laughs) It will not support your weight. Yes, it's for hanging upside down. <laughs> yeah, it was for a, for a project that we had, that upside down. Yes. Room. But basically yep. what they are, they're a slat bench. You know, it's very mid-century modern. You've seen yes. them before. You may not know the name or recognize the name, but they look great, very cool. And yet here's a number of, of simple ways that you can create that without needing much skill at all. And still pull off this great look where you've now you've got some seating outside. So we've got some links to those in the show notes. You can check them out. And if you're looking for benches, that's that's the way to go. Another bench that I thought was really cool and I want to highlight, um, because those George Nelson ones that we just mentioned don't have backers to them. They're just a, just right. a bench. That's it. Yep. Right. But I found plans for, basically, they look like little sofas. Have you seen the pictures of these, Betsy? Yeah. Are they the ones with the really wide armrests on them? Yes. And the armrests double as end tables. Yeah. I love those. So you've got a place for your drink or for whatever food you've got out yep. there. They look like a little sofa and super, super simple to do. Yeah. The wood required is so basic and so straightforward. The skills needed are so basic. Even the tools needed. You need some hand tools, you need a circular saw, you need a drill or a driver, Mm -hmm. and you need a jigsaw. Who doesn't have those things or at least can dig them up? So that's another thing. And and these are hard to talk about on the air. That's why we saved them for the last part. Right. You know, what we're trying to do is just get you excited about the idea that there are plans out there for furniture that looks really good. Mm -hmm. These things look like furniture you purchased and it's stuff you can build. Really cool. I have one quick last little thing that kind of goes with the um, seating that you were just talking about. I found this really cool, it's a coffee table, but then there are four little end tables that they've built that go underneath. So if you're not using them and you don't need them, they can just slide under this coffee table, but then you can pull them out and you've got four little end tables. and. Honestly, when I looked at the pictures, you could probably use them as little stools or something for extra seating if you needed it. It seemed like a very versatile kind of thing. So, I mean, it really it struck me and caught my interest. Bottom line, check these things out because you've probably got the skills to pull them off. You've probably got the tools. And once you start something like this, you never know where you go with it. You can really start advancing and have a lot of fun creating stuff uh, on a budget for your home. And Betsy, that's Mm -hmm. it. We've got very few seconds left. We want to encourage everybody out there, keep Betsy in your thoughts and prayers as she heads into a big surgery next week. And whatever you do this weekend, make sure that paint's a part of it. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Betsy Thompson. Remember, if you're about to lose your DIY sanity, we can help you fix that crazy. And if your dad is anywhere near as spectacular... As my dad, I guess I was going to say as me, but I probably should say as my dad. (laughs) Or my dad. If your dad is as awesome as my dad or Betsy's Uh dad, 
we definitely have the gifts that will make their day the way it oh, should be. Of course we do. Exactly. Thanks for listening. 